Good morning, Headmasters. I want to talk about spontaneous little things that happen, moments you don't expect. I want to take you to an outdoor pool in the summer where we would swim, stay in shape. We would go be there about 7.30 in the morning, early enough to get our workouts in before the pool opened. It's a public pool. Some of the people that swam were lifeguards. Coach wanted us in the water by 7.30 at the latest. We used to wear these goggles that were Swedish goggles. You would use a pair of scissors, cut the elastic the right length for a nose piece, cut the elastic for the headbands. And the best Swedish goggles to have in the outdoor pools were the mirrored, shiny mirrored goggles because the sun wouldn't get in your eyes when you're swimming backstroke. And the thing at this pool, Bow's pool, is you had to watch out for hairballs. And it was a public pool, so they were nasty. I mean, there was a hairball always waiting somewhere for you, and you really had to watch out for them. There's real danger in the hairballs especially swimming backstroke, which Jack and I did lots of sets of backstroke that summer. He was one of the best backstrokers in the area. He's one of those people you watch swim a certain stroke and you can't quite you can't quite place how they're doing it so smoothly, but his backstroke looked better than his freestyle. It just looked like a natural backstroker if you're a swimmer you know what I mean when I say that some people just the stroke they swim butterfly breaststroke backstroke and some people are just natural freestylers some people don't have any natural stroke and they just always look like they're struggling to move forward but I was more of a natural butterflyer he was a backstroker but he taught me how to do the backstroke turn when it first changed from having a touch to not having a touch. And these are those intimate little things that if you were a swimmer, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because there was a time when you had to touch the wall on your back and then f f there was a flip or a, the old style turn where you just kind of turned around on your back while you were still on your back but then the touch with the hand flip anyways one day it was cloudy when we started and then we heard a, a thunder and then we heard another another thunder and I'll never forget this because Jack we got in the locker room and he used some towels and some duct tape and taped off the openings because there weren't doors it was just an open locker room at this public pool, turned on all the showers, got the steam going, and as the storm came in, the air cooled down, but the steam was was warm, and we ate Pop-Tarts, cinnamon Pop-Tarts in the steam showers at the public pool, not really talking about anything, just enjoying the steam, and that we got about half of a workout in, and we just enjoyed the feeling of steam, and cinnamon pop tarts 
not the outdoor pool. They had monsters walking through the woods thinking about how you'll be talking to someone and you'll mention someone's name like a comedian, podcast host like Mark Marin, Lex Friedman. You know, most people have heard of Joe Rogan at this point, but um, I'm always amazed that in my worldview, I'll think I'll, I'll know about someone and um, assume that everybody else knows about them too. And I think one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast is, I don't know if you've ever drawn something in the sand or made a, a sand castle at the beach and you think it's far enough away from the water and uh, you know the waves get bigger and it washes it away and this sounds a little esoteric and maybe a little out there in the art thought but you know the zen paintings where there's an accident first and then the painting is made from whatever the mistake was or the the realization that most people will never see your artwork and never know your name is an important realization. I want to say that again, most people on the planet will never see your artwork, never know your name. Even someone like Georgia O'Keeffe, who in my mind, Georgia O'Keeffe, most people you know what art is you've seen one of her paintings you maybe didn't know it was Georgia O'Keeffe Frida Kahlo super famous in the art world but then I was thinking about things like musicians like David Bowie all these musicians that people don't know anything about or they know John Lennon was in the Beatles but they never listened to any of his stuff after the Beatles and I think some of his best work is after the Beatles so I've talked about earlier podcasts I talk about a body of work and that you just have to get over the idea that everything you do is somehow important or special it is special but you got to keep moving in order to keep making if you stop for too long you get stuck in the is this good trap I heard a Joe Rogan quote where he was like I, I just don't think about whether it's good or not I just do what I'm doing and I don't worry about it. And I think being part of the conversation is what 
is important. Mary Carr wrote some great memoirs. She wrote three amazing books about her life. Three of my favorite books. Great poetry before the books. The last one she wrote was called Lit. The middle one was called Cherry. And the first one was called The Liar's Club or Liar's Club. But they're great books and no one knows who Mary Carr is. Most people, you say Mary Carr and they don't know who she is. Tobias Wolf. I love his work. Boy's Life. Um, George Saunders. If you haven't read George Saunders, you need to read George Saunders. Escape from Spiderhead. ZZ Packer. Juno Diaz. Sherman Alexi. Pick up the New Yorker and find the most recent short story and read it. See if see if it hits you. But all this art is happening all the time. And most of it never even bubbles up into the surface of most people's consciousness. So that perception that everything you do has to be important, that limits you. And you need outlets, you need different outlets. You need to be able to sing your song, you need to be able to paint your paintings and just not worry about what people think. Which, another reason I'm making the podcast, get over not of the criticism of worrying about what people are gonna say, what they're gonna think, whether they're gonna like this episode or that episode. Because the goal is freedom, openness, sharing, conversation. The goal is to be sitting across from Lex Friedman. And him asking, all right, what do you, what do you want to talk about? What did you do? How did you do that? What have you been up to? And all journeys start off with this walk through the underbrush, through the undergrowth. And hopefully you have a machete and you can chop your way up a trail. You can find the beginnings of a an old trail that maybe just needs to be reinvigorated. You need to blaze that trail through the undergrowth. You're going to run into a swamp or a bear or a pack of wild coyotes or a beehive. Ten foot high mushrooms. A dense fog that no one can see through. But along the way, you're also gonna run into people that help you. They're gonna point the direction, they're gonna point the way. 
you'll hear a voice from over the hill. Or you'll smell. Smell something cooking on the fire. And you head that way. Now the real question will be, are those people going to help you? Or are they going to slow you down? Sometimes it's impossible to know until you open up a little. But you want the people around you that are encouraging freedom, openness, growth, change. And then you want the people that also help you remember where you came from keep you humble and grateful. It's not an easy path. <laughs>